Spin Podcast. Uh, this is the Post Buzzer Podcast, and this is a sister me. It's the Six Mile Post newspaper at Georgia Highlands College in Rome, Georgia. The views of this podcast do not represent those of the Six Mile Post or Georgia Highlands College. Today's Post Buzzer episode is brought to you by our very own GHC Student Support Services. In case you weren't already aware, they provide free academic, career, and personal counseling. All right, Brandon, this is my final episode, and I uh, hate to see it come to an end, but all good things must come to an end, and um, you know, I'm excited for new opportunities, and hope you all won't miss me too much. Well, where can everybody find you at? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to find, I've had a lot of opportunities in journalism, and it's only going to go up from here, newspaper jobs at the Daily Tribune and WBHF in downtown Cartersville. And of course, here, thanks to Miss Hathaway giving me opportunities here and everything like that, setting me up with opportunities working with you and everybody here. So, yeah, it's been awesome. Uh, anybody listening or anything like that, if you want to get into broadcasting or anything, news, the news media world, sports, or anything like that, go to student activities, uh, student engagement, and stuff like that. It's the best way to get to where you want to be. And um, I appreciate everything that's came my way and appreciate working with you and everything. So, it's been really fun. Uh, this is the podcast I wanted to do since day one, <laughs> since we completely started as yeah. team. So, um, to yeah. me, I never thought of myself much of a podcast person, but well, the you. first time me and you shot an episode together, I was like, I, I fell in love with this. Yeah, no, it's 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 really fun just being able to be your own person. I really appreciate every second of it. But let's get down to business. Your Buckeyes. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to bring that up so early, Brandon. You had to hurt my feelings like that. Yeah, we got stomped, and I saw it in person. Went all the way to Michigan, ten hours, fifteen hours from all the stops, and then fifteen hours back. Just getting out of Ann Arbor was a mess and a half. But yeah, I saw my Buckeyes get stomped, forty-two to twenty-seven. And hey, Michigan hasn't won in the past decade. I'm okay with giving them one every ten years. But to be fair, they wanted it a lot more. They wanted it so much more than we did. And, um, yeah, we just we were not prepared for that game. And weeks before our very first game against Minnesota, Muhammad Ibrahim ran all over us our very first week one game. And uh, I was reluctant and kind of scared to see how that went. And Oregon, same thing. They ran all over us that game too. And it was kind of scary because it seemed like a really bad matchup for us. But, you know, it seemed like a bad mashup mashup for Michigan as well with our passing offense, but oh, uh, it was it was it was not a good time to be a Buckeye fan. And walking out of that stadium was very hard because you know <laughs> people telling me having a good ride home and cussing at you and stuff like that is wild. Co- like drunk college kids and yeah, old heads. It, it, it's cool when people take the rivalry, rivalry funny. But when people take it too seriously, that's when uh, that's when things get out of hand. Yeah. But hey, how about your how about your yellow hey, jackets? On my end, I'm glad I had to work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I got to miss that monstrosity of a game. I'm glad that we have changes coming at Georgia Tech. Because <laughs> yeah. they're much needed right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, same thing with Ohio State. Uh, I know we need we need a defensive coordinator really bad because. We, our original defense coordinator, Kerry Coombs, was uh, put down after, put down out of his position after the Oregon game. That sounded very dark at first. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was put out of his position at, after the Oregon game and um, had another man step in. 
But um, there's a lot of coaching carousel going on right now, which is insane. You know, um, Brian Kelly recently signed with LSU and then coach out of uh, Oklahoma. Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley got a job over at USC and ran away instantly. The day after he said yeah. he wasn't going to be the head coach of LSU and he was staying at Oklahoma. Well, we didn't say He's... he was staying. He just said he wasn't coaching at LSU, which he wasn't. He didn't lie. <laughs> But it doesn't mean any. It doesn't mean the move was any more cowardly than it already was. Oh, he couldn't have said no to it though. Oh no! If, if there was a head coach say no to that, they'd be insane. What, what did you say that they all included in his deal? They bought both of his houses in Norman with over five hundred thousand dollars over what the market wanted for them. Mm-hmm. They bought him a six million dollar house in Southern California. Mm-hmm. They gave his family. Free access to a private jet 24-7. And I don't know how many years it is, but it's a $110 million contract. Yeah, which is probably not. Probably going to be a pretty long time. Probably It sounds like a 10-year deal or something like that. So, hey, USC, a lot of a lot of uh, commitments. Five-star quarterback that was originally going to Oklahoma. Decommitted from Oklahoma and then went to USC. Same thing for multiple other players going to USC following Lincoln Riley. So it's not surprising. But um, one, um, Marcus Freeman, the defensive coordinator at Notre Dame, that's a lot of Ohio State fans are saying that they want him uh, to be uh, the next defensive coordinator. But if, if Notre Dame doesn't want him to be the next head coach, then I guess we're going to make a big move towards that. It's been a crazy coaching carousel. Absolutely insane. So I'm sure a lot more moves are there to be made. The next coach at Oklahoma right now is Bob Stoops. Uh, the next coach in Notre Dame is still yet to be determined. And uh, there's still a lot of spots left open. You know, I'm sure multiple spots See, in Alabama and Ohio State. I want to know if Venables finally makes that jump to a head coach. That Clemson defensive coordinator. Yeah, Brett Venables. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the main things. I think that was the main um, hire, thing, the betting hire for – oh, it was Oklahoma. He was mm-hmm. the main, um, main betting for Oklahoma because he used to coach there. So – I came in. I'm hoping my Yellow Jackets trying to at least reach out to either Will Muschamp or someone like that from an SEC school, like Dan Mullen, to see. Yeah. A lot of places like that need culture changes, and just they have they need more value to the university because we're just like it's right in the middle, of hard to land and everything like that. But they just. It's hard to bring people. Have you seen a, the picture of the stadium mm-hmm. for that Georgia Georgia Tech game? It's insane how many Georgia fans were there. I mean, when you look at the deficit of Georgia Tech fans, Georgia probably inside of Atlanta. I'm like, sure. Apparently, there's a whole lot of like Georgia Tech like actual alumni that'll start selling their tickets to those games to it's Georgia kind of, fans. Kind of smart, actually. Yeah. It'll sell them for like three, four times what like Ticketmaster would have it as. Yeah, that makes sense because I'm sure you don't want to watch your team lose. Oh yeah, you don't want to. Yeah. Going on to like teams' performances, Alabama. Did you watch that game against Auburn? It was unfortunately I mean, at work. It was uh, four overtimes against a six and six Auburn team, and Alabama is eleven and one now, going into the SEC championship. And <clears throat> Alabama is just not who they used to be. And um, I just, they're not impressive at all. And I can't say anything about my team, but 
Yeah, Alabama, they just, they're not the Alabamas of old, and I think everybody's expecting Georgia to win by at least two touchdowns because their defense, this is this is going to be Georgia's very first true test, and this is going to determine who Georgia is. But even if even if Georgia loses, they're going to get in because of how dominant they've been all year. There's no yeah. way. There's zero, zero, zero percent chance that, unless they get utterly decimated by Alabama and they'll score a single point, I think it left out of the playoff, but I just there's no way Georgia gets left out if Alabama wins. But I, I mean, I'll, I'm never gonna count Alabama out. I won't because Nick Saban's, you know, Nick Saban. But I'm like, I'm like 90 percent sure Georgia's gonna win that game. But you got all these conference championship games coming up. You got Alabama, Georgia. You got Iowa, Michigan, Oklahoma State, and Baylor, Cincinnati, and Houston. I really think. That's all that matters, and you have Oregon and Utah. I get right. Yeah, neither one of those two. Yeah. That's just for a trip to the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Um. Geez. So pretty yeah, much we could see a rematch between Ohio State and Oregon yeah. in the Rose Bowl. Because I doubt, I doubt Utah's going to win again. They they can, but you know, playing Oregon kind of scares me again. But um, I think it'd be, I think it'd be a good game. I think I don't know. When it comes to when I saw Baylor play Oklahoma and and Oklahoma and Oklahoma State and Baylor both beat Oklahoma, so I don't I don't really know, but I think Oklahoma State win was probably more dominant because Oklahoma State has a really good defense. So I'm, gonna, I'm probably gonna say Oklahoma State wins that game. Georgia's probably gonna win their game. Michigan's probably gonna win their game. Cincinnati's probably gonna win their game. So there's your top four right there. Yeah. So if all is anticlimactic and no more drama and it's going to look like Georgia Michigan Oklahoma State and Cincinnati because the the committee hates Cincinnati they're still at four <laughs> there's no reason that, there's no reason Alabama should be three and Cincinnati four I think yeah. I, I think Alabama's not a good team they have a they have a really really good offense I think Alabama's a top 15 team but I don't think they're a they're a top, top eight team. I think they're right behind Ohio State. I mean, because I think Ohio State's defense is a little bit better. Yeah, I think they they're an eight at my power ranking, but that defense is bad. Like, how do you go to four overtimes against Auburn, six and six? No, well, this it's been a consistent thing with them all season. Mm-hmm. Where even if they have one, it hasn't looked good. impressive. Florida, Texas A and M with a loss, and um, you know, they just did Auburn. There's one more team that I can't think of right now. But yeah, man, it's just um, I'd like to play. I don't. I don't think. I don't think Ohio State and Alabama could play in a bowl game. But it'd be cool to see. But yeah, it's it's been a lot. It's been a crazy, crazy weekend, and losing was not a fun experience to have. But <laughs> can't win them all, I guess. <laughs> can't win them all. Um, but you got to take a break every once in every ten years. All right, you gotta let your little brother have fun every once in a while. Pass over the, the remote to him and let him do what he wants. I do. I hear that all the time from Georgia fans, even when Georgia Tech wins. Yeah. Yeah, I remember watching one of those games when I was really younger and watching Georgia Tech went off like a fifty-seven yard field goal. It was wild. I watched that game live. I think that's the year Alabama got the kick six on them. Yeah, that was a that was a crazy weekend too. Coming down to it, I don't see how Georgia just doesn't win the entire thing. It yeah. Just, this, this I think the only team that could have beat Georgia was Ohio State, and now that they're not going to be in it. I don't trust Michigan. I don't trust Cincinnati. 
I don't know enough about Oklahoma State. I know they have really good defense, but their offense they didn't beat Oklahoma, but I don't know. Cincinnati is power five. Great, good for them going undefeated, but they still have to beat Houston. If they really, if they beat Houston by two touchdowns, then I'll I'll be like, hey, they can do, they can score maybe fourteen against Georgia. But if they, if it's like a three point win against Houston, I, it's, I'm gonna be praying for them because I'm I'm happy for Cincinnati. I'm happy they've gotten where they got, and they're gonna be the, they're probably gonna be the first Power Five team to ever make it inside the College Football Playoff. And um, I don't know. It's it's gonna be good for college football, but the one thing I fear that since Cincinnati is probably gonna get in, it's gonna make it harder for arguments for expanding the playoff. Because now committees gonna be like, look, it's possible. We don't have to let the little guy in. Now they made it in. Yeah. And um, if the committee doesn't make a choice soon this this month of December, then the next talks can only be made from twenty twenty five to twenty twenty six season. That's the only way expansion is gonna happen is either this month or four years from now. So mm. I, I hope the committee just I don't I don't I get why games because you want the games to matter early in the season and if you expand the playoff, it makes good teams have a better chance of having bad games and like getting away with it. Like Ohio State just lost like we we're we're at number seven right now in the college football playoff. And um everything went normal, we would go in as a seven seed into the playoff. So you know, I don't see, like, why would you not want to see a number seven play, like, a number three, which would be... Yeah. It would be Alabama. It would be Ohio State versus Alabama at this point. Probably going to be Oklahoma State. Like, Ohio State versus Oklahoma State. That'd be a cool game to watch. So It had another layer of competitive games mm-hmm. instead of, like, take away one of those out-of-conference games that somebody always schedules against those lower... Every SEC team. Yeah, playing. For, I, don't, I can't even name these teams. I know they got like um. No, I think Georgia has a home and home with Oregon. Really? Either next year and the next, or the year after. But Georgia's been recruiting like crazy so much that out of doubt, that's even a good game. Georgia might be the next dynasty. Honestly, the way they recruited. I mean, all these given. Kirby giving all these F-150Ds, all these recruits, I'm sure. It's easy, <laughs> it's easy to do that. I'm just playing. But yeah, Georgia's done everything right. Like I told you earlier, Georgia's recruited it the right way, the way you want to recruit, as being tough, interior defense. He needs to do better on the offense recruiting, but their defense is what you'd want. Athleticism yeah. everywhere. Defensive line is super dominant. Defense, like dominant, dominant defense. We haven't seen a defense carry a team like this. Like this reminds me of like NFL level. Like I don't, I don't think I've seen a defense carry a college team like that. Because it's usually bunch spread out offenses with that can score forty nine points, fifty points. That's what the last three national championships have been. Alabama, LSU, last two national championships, LSU and Alabama. So. Just the, it's just great offenses and okay defenses because you need two stops and you're ready to go on offense. But yeah, Georgia is breaking the mold and bringing defense back. So I sure. mean, maybe we need that back a little bit. Is a kind of smash mouth defensive team. Yeah, that offense gets all the ratings. You know that. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants to watch game from eighteen twelve. So I, I don't care. <laughs> It would be a little boring, but that's just like a lot of people with that um Super Bowl 
a few years back between the Patriots and the Rams. That. I was just about to bring that up. After where you were done saying what I was going to say, I was like, yeah, but I remember the 13-3 Super Bowl. Oh my God, that was so boring. That was the most boring thing I've probably ever ever watched. The highest level you can like get. Like that, sports. and I didn't have a rooting interest in that. Mm-hmm. The highest level you can get in sports. And it was the most boring. Like The Rams were like the most explosive team that year, too. Yeah. Like the Rams were jarred off. That was like the most explosive team in the NFL in years. That was a team that put up almost 70 on Monday Night Football mm-hmm. against the Chiefs that year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, Georgia's doing something really out of the ordinary when it comes to college football. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting season, but. It's just tough to say Georgia doesn't get it all right now. Yeah. I'm going to say it's going to be Georgia versus Michigan. I think that's going to be the national championship game this year. I think Michigan beats Oklahoma State, and I, I'm relatively sure Georgia's going to beat Cincinnati. I know they had a close game last year, but this this is a different Georgia team. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not even going to say it. Georgia's going to beat Cincinnati, and I think Michigan has a really good offensive line, and I think they're really athletic defensively. I think they can beat Oklahoma State, but... You have those three and four spots swapped down on what I think they're going to wind up being. Cincinnati at three. So I think they're going to put Cincinnati at three and Oklahoma State at four. I think Georgia's going to handle Oklahoma State. I don't think it'll be as bad as people think it is. Mm -hmm. But they're going to win. Well, either way, I still think Michigan will beat Cincinnati. I don't know. No? I I really don't like Michigan, and I don't trust them. You don't like – why don't you like them? Their offense? <laughs> or are you just their – you don't like Harbaugh? That is a little bit of it, Harbaugh, and I didn't like – um. what was his – Brady Poke – what was his name? Brady Hoke, that coach before him. Oh, my God, Brady. Yeah, what a – I, I I didn't like him either. It's just Michigan I can't trust. Okay. That is one of the – Well. For the longest time, that was the Big Ten's Georgia with the SEC – Towards every big game they had, they just couldn't show up. Yeah, um, I mean, maybe. And I mean, this time they did, and it yeah. shocked me. Well, they gotta beat the Hawkeyes, which Hawkeyes suck on offense, but they got a good defense. So that might be a that might be a boring Big Ten championship <laughs> game too. So, but um, I think I think Georgia and Michigan might show up in the national championship, and um, I think I not Georgia will get it done. I'm pretty sure, but. You know, just to have a little bit of bragging rights, I want to see Georgia and Cincinnati, and I want to see Georgia beat Cincinnati. Just so I can tell Georgia fans, well, hey, you beat a group of five teams. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> no, but to be fair, this is probably the most easiest road to a national championship any team will ever Oh, without a doubt. Because, I mean, last year, Ohio State... We had to play Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, Clemson, Justin Ross, all those guys. We beat them forty-two to twenty, like twenty-four. Then then we had to play probably the most dominant offense that's ever been seen ever, and we're missing like six defensive players. You know how much crap I hear out of that from Alabama fans every year? Like, we, like you say any opinion to an Alabama fan, you're happy for your team at all, and are like, yeah, but. We're Alabama. We're better than you. We have 17 national championships. I, I hear that a don't lot. Care. This is 2021, <laughs> and you're about to get your butt stomped by Georgia, and I'm going to love every second of it. I like Alabama, and I like Nick Saban, 
I don't fans, like their fans. You fans are. Kind That's of my problem else. with Georgia and Alabama. You fans are kind of something else. That's why with both of those teams, I really just don't like their I'm fan base. Sure, you're great people, but man, <laughs> don't shove it in people's faces too much. But yeah, I'm excited for these next two weeks, and I hope, and I hope maybe Ohio State gets it. I don't know, <laughs> but but um, it would, it would take a lot. I'll be happy with the um, Ohio State Rose Bowl champs. Not what I wanted, and all the great things we've done this year doesn't really matter anymore. But we'll see what happens. Anything else? At least you're not three and nine. Yeah. <laughs> For the third consecutive year. Well, guys, it's been our talking to you every week, and I thank you for listening to our show, and thank you, Rand, for working with me and just making the experience great. And um, yeah, it's been awesome. Thank, oh, you, thank you for pulling me in here to get me to do this. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it really has been one of the best experiences I've had. Yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> Um, yeah, thank you all so much, and uh, I really appreciate it. And I will, I will stay tuned. And thank you all for giving me this opportunity. And we'll talk to you next time.